With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, let's get on to midseason grades for this team. Um, I mean, we'll start with the forwards and we'll work our way down. I'm on, I'm on cap friendly here. So, you know, I'll go from, you know, the top, which would be the highest paid guy down. So it's not like uh, I'm doing it in any particular order. So do you guys do your grades? You guys? I did my grades. You got I your report cards right? that my report card was due 45 minutes ago, but. Well, how long do I'm, you need? I'm, well, I need more time than that to digest some of this stuff. Well, take a little more time then. No, I'll, I'll, I'll deal. I just don't know how much I'm going to like my grades or look back on my grades and say that I was correct. Well, you know what? I didn't have proper time to, 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 to get my list. There you go. And I don't think it was 45 minutes ago. It was about two hours ago. Well, we've been on the show for an hour. So yeah, it was 45 minutes before airtime. Let's put it that way. Sorry. Uh, let's let me, you know what, you know what, just, just for fact checking uh, purposes, I'm going to go back and just double check. Cause I don't, I don't know that I agree with that. Uh, let's see here. Gio, we're going eight, to mid season report card. 834. What time do we get on? Sorry. It's an hour and a half notice. There you go. There you go. All right. Jeff Skinner, gentlemen, Craig, we'll start with you since Gio didn't have enough time. <laughs> uh, start with Gio. I, I was just, uh, I was, <laughs> Craig's not ready. <laughs> Craig didn't have enough time. Skinner for me. You, I, I'll give him a B minus. And I give him that because of where he was the last year and a half. Um, super improved from that point forward. He is production wise. What, 14 goals, 10 assists, 24 points in 37 games. Uh, I think the most shots on the team, roughly. So he he's he's doing things. Now, 9 million doesn't warrant 14 goals at this point in the season. $9 million does not so, warrant so we're, 24 So we're points. obviously, so in the rankings, just to be, just to clarify moving forward, we are we are adding uh, salary. No, to what my, the production my is. overall, my overall, I'm taking the overall of everything about the player, his his role on the team, and his salary. His, it's part of it. Okay. You know what, Rivet? Take, take his points out of it. Salary, I mean, the salary is part of it. Now, it, it I don't think Jeff Skinner. Listen, he's produced. He, well, he's produced way better. With, 
he's produced way more than he has in the past. They've gotten way more out of him. With that being said, he's not a driver of your team. He's your highest paid player at $9 million. And I don't think he drives your team. Do you think Jeff Skinner drives this team? No, I do okay. not. And I'm not but, holding his salary against him. My well, point if being, we're adding salaries point into being this, that then that we're going to have, we're going to have things that are, are the, 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 the marking grade is going to be way different. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I, I, I took salary into account specifically for Skinner because even if he's not scoring, when players aren't scoring, there are other intangibles that they can bring to a game that might not justify their high salary, but it might ease the pain on what they're making for their lack of production. And, yes. and to me, I think a B minus is generous because yeah, he, he might, he might be great at the one end of the rink near the net and finishing. I mean, the goals that he scored against Nashville, beautiful, whatever, but to, to be quite honest with you, I, I know Jeff Skinner's a nice guy. I know he's, he's, you know, his teammates like him. And, but I will say that when it, you have a player making 9 million and whether he's scoring or not, there are still other areas of the game that you want him to excel at. And he doesn't, he, he, he just, he doesn't. And that makes it hard. That makes it hard to truly love that guy because, Oh my God, he's putting up goals. Yeah. But, but there are other things, Craig, and you know, just as well as Geo, that there are other things that players can do that can, that can raise their stock and make them more valuable to a team. And I, I just, yeah, I mean, I thought B minus is, I, don't know, I gave him a B because he's, he is on a decent goal pace, but I, I don't love his game. I don't love Jeff Skinner's game, period. I mean, it's, that's it. You, well, you got him, Thompson, Ocposo, all basically at the same points. And Ocposo, you can say $6 million, but like Petey says, intangibles. Works his ass off. Intangibles. Well, he works, and he's a leader in that room. Yes. He's a veteran guy that you need in that room. I you can need. I have you no problem in your room. So I'm not, I would never hold uh, Oposo's salary against him. I no. never would. No. And for his seven goals, you can say, oh, Skinner has double his goals. He does. I don't know. It's hard because I don't, I don't know Skinner in that room and I would never bash a guy. What I'm saying is Oposo brings more to the table for the team than a Skinner at $9 million at the same point production. Tays so what do you Thompson, have? What do you have Tays for uh, Kyle Oposo right now? I have him as, as a B plus. It's exactly what I have for him. Okay. What do you yeah, have, Craig? No, we're jumping ahead here. What's your, what's sorry, your, sorry. Grade for no, 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 Craig, no, Craig moved us forward by asking about Oposo. What do you so have let's, for him? Let's start with Skinner. He's our first guy. I have him as a B. I have him as a B. I think he's, I think he's had a solid season, a better season than he's had in the last uh, number of years. Um, I think when I watch Jeff Skinner, his work ethic is elevated from what I've seen in the past two years, which has been bismal, but that's because of the horse shit coaching that he got from Ralph Kruger, which was a, a, a bloody disgrace. I literally for two years said that, how is it even friggin' possible that you're putting this guy on the fourth line? He makes $9 million. He's one of the top goal scorers in the last number of years. And he's playing with like, 
two fourth line hockey players. How are you getting the the uh, the the output from this guy? Jeff Skinner was put in a very bad position for years. Now he has played much better. He's been put in the roles to succeed. He's on on a pace for over thirty goals this year. Um, you know, is the team winning? No, but the team is so green and youthful. And we don't even have, you know, you know, all our players in the lineup. Casey Middlestat is a huge loss, even though he has not produced on a consistent basis throughout his, his career. He was in the line for a breakout year, a big year. Okay. He's got crazy talent. We need that player back in this lineup. That being said, I think Jeff Skinner has played very solid for this team under the circumstances. Okay. Um, I think that he's, uh, you know, at 14 goals, 24 points. It's, it's okay. Um, he's minus six, but I would, I would expect those numbers playing on a bottom five team in the national hockey league. So I think for the most part, Jeff Skinner has had a very solid season. I'll give him a B before we talked about his, his salary situation. I would have given him a B plus. Interesting. What about Gio? Did you give your grade for Oposo? You said, I, B- yeah, I did a B plus. So I, I give Skinner, he's a B minus in my book, just above average. He's doing way better than he has. He's having a decent year on a struggling team, but that's what Jeff Skinner has done his whole career. How many playoff games? Zero. He's minus like he's minus. He's been a good. He's been a good player on on below average teams. Yeah, you know I mean, yep. Hmm. And so that's why he's a B minus. He's listen. Just how many games has he played? He's coming. He's fallen into the old Ole Jokinen potential. He's played eight hundred and ten career games. How many? many, We got to look at how many. What's his plus minus in his career? Uh, Minus one thirty five. in his career. That's. uh, that's I'm not, and, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm not, not bashing Skinner. He's having a, a listen. He's having the year that you want him to have. Rebounding, he's got as many goals as he had points last year. You know what I mean? And is so Jeff Skinner tradable he, if he scores thirty this year? I no. think if he does it this year and he he comes out of the gates next year and midway point next year, he's on pace again for thirty. Then I think. He becomes then. Uh, how many more years does he have? Left? Well, after that, then, he would have he one, two, to... three, four more years at nine million. And I think we've heard ownership and management say about carrying dead salary, which you 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 can only move him. Yeah, yeah. You can only move him by maxing out the uh, salary retention, which is fifty percent. You know, that's how you make him sexy and appealing to another team. Well, but I mean, you you might be able to find the right desperate team in the right situation if he has a year and a half that you think he's back on track, right? So I think yeah. he's certainly more tradable mid this point next year. If he's at the point he's at now and he had 30 goals this year, he's certainly starting to get into conversation with teams that might kick the tires on him. Rather right, than- Kyle Oposo, give us your grade. And we can't we can't talk like this about every Sorry. player. We're going to be on this thing till four o'clock. Listen, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get through the uh, the, the top five, and then it's going to be like, yeah, they're not coming back. They're not coming back. They're not coming back. Like I mean, so <laughs> but, yeah, but even the guys that aren't guys? coming back still still deserve uh, a grade. Like you know, I, I'm yeah, I'm going to get a grade. 
They'll get a grade. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll spend some time on Olafson. Maybe you should have started at the bottom. We'd probably already be at uh, guy number 12. <laughs> Wait, let's stay focused. Let's, Maybe on Oposo. I got a B Oposo, plus. give us your grade. I, I got a B. a B plus. You have a B. I have a B. Okay. Christ I think going. he's, I think he, for the first time, and again, a long time, Kyle Oposo should have been used in the position that he is in now three years ago. Three years ago when he came to our team and we signed him for six million bucks. And we're asking him to come and help, you know, produce offense. He, he had, you know, he was on pace for 2020 goals every, every season, 40, 45 to 50 points every season. He should have been continued, but he got stuck and he's playing on the fourth line. Ralph Kruger decides that he's going to be a fourth line guy. All right. Ridiculous. All right. Let's, uh, let's not. Caliposo is a B. He's played very solid. He just like I have Jeff Skinner at a B Jeff Skinner is scored 14 goals this year. His intangibles that he brings are pretty much zero where Kyle Oposo has seven goals, does not have the same output uh, output offensively goal scoring wise, but he brings intangibles to the game. Yeah. He's more physical. He can kill penalties and he's unbelievable in the dressing room. Yeah, he's I got love, one. He's got one less point than Skinner, and twenty. And he's played. Two, he's played two, very well. Twenty-two less shots, so yep. he's certainly influencing the game just as much as Jeff Skinner. And then you add on all the great intangibles for him. Next, next in line plus. here, we got Alex. Talk too small sample size to to give him a a grade. I mean, no, we got to give him a grade. In in seven games, I got him as a, in a. 7.7 7 games, big influence on the team, plus three. I have him as a B Good plus. salary. The salary is insane. It's <laughs> one, I mean, he's gonna, he might be one of the better contracts in the National Hockey League. He's six foot uh, four. He's 220 pounds. He skates exceptionally well. I still believe, and I told you this, Petey, I don't think that he's a hundred percent fully back to what Alex Tuck is and can do. Okay. Even though he's come back and he's played, I don't think that we're getting um, exactly what we're going to get in the future. I think there's another gear to his game. I think there's another pace to his game right now. He is not, um, you see, you see in, in, in certain shifts, you are literally you you are literally taken back with his his strength, power, and speed, and his skill set. But I'm not seeing it on a regular basis. And I think that right now, you know, when you come back from a knee injury, we, we I, you've had everybody's had one. I think everybody's had one. Yeah. It just takes time, it, and it doesn't. It, it, even when you come back, you're not 100. percent You're not 100. percent Next season. Alex Tuck's going to be hundred percent. And I'm going to tell you right now, he is going to be flying. He already looks great. He already has seven points in seven games. Great. But I'm going to tell you right now, my level. And he lost a goal Alex, to an offside the other night. And I think he, lost, yes. he almost had an assist. He should have had an assist for basically, I don't know who the guy was against Detroit, but lo, like tossing some guy off the puck and then just throwing it in front of the net and they end yeah. up scoring. I mean, he yeah. doesn't get an assist on that play either. I mean, it's, it's incredible what uh, what a difference it is. It's, I mean, we haven't seen a hockey player like him here in a few years. 
we ha- we haven't seen a right winger that can skate like him, that has his size, that has his hockey IQ. He's a power play guy. You can play him in every situation on the ice. He is going to eat minutes offensively. He's big, fast, and strong. He's awesome. I'm giving I'm giving him a B plus because I'm not going to give him an A because I, I I I still think that there is I don't think that the Buffalo Sabers fans have seen the full potential of Alex Tuck yet. Um, but he looks great. He is, he's a completely different player for this team. It's unbelievable to watch. And I just look at the success that he has on a line right now and, and how that's gelling. And then you, all of a sudden you got to add Tage Thompson and a Casey Middlestat together as a line. And all of a sudden you're sitting there, you're perking up going, holy shit, because now we're going to have two offensive lines that's going to be producing. And then you just, you think of like the Quins, the Paterkas, the, the, the Krebs, they're all kids. They're literally kids. They're 20 years old and 19 years old. So wow. awesome direction. That's where I'm at with him. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, probably your favorite. Next in salary here is uh, a one Victor Olafson Craig. <laughs> he hasn't scored since last year, is it? Yeah, I mean he's been uh, he's he's had a tough time. I think that's uh, I think I think it's been twenty two games since he's scored his last goal. Um, listen, I mean he's 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 a point producer. You know, since he's come in, into the National Hockey League, he has produced points. Okay, um, you know he's an interesting he's an interesting player because he he does skate very well. He does shoot the puck exceptionally well, but again, he is he has what intangibles does he bring if he's not scoring on the power play or producing five on five points. He's not hitting. He doesn't forecheck. He's not a great defender. He's not blocking shots. He's not asking the physical element to the game. Like, I mean, he is a player that's just very skilled. And are you going, where does he fit in your top six? Is he in your top six? You know, he, moving he, forward, he, he, moving needs forward to be, he needs to be in your top six, that type of player. Okay. I don't you, like, like you, but, you have Alex moving, talk. Moving forward, you got Skinner, Thompson, Tuck, Cousins, and like you said, Middlestead. go down down the yeah, Middlestead. So there's there's your top five guys for next year offensively. You have Skinner, Middlestead, Tuck, Thompson, and Cousins. And that's now, none of the guys in the minors. And that you may know, be ready. You know what I mean? That's not your your Quinns, your Krebs, your We could have an all rookie line next year. I'm gonna tell you this. You could see right now in the minors. Is is Paterka, Krebs, and Quinn? Did they not play as a line? I can't confirm that. I got Olson for things. as a D. I have him as a C minus. Cheers got him for a C minus. What do you got for him, Riff? I had him October, as October thirty first was his last goal. It looks like yeah, October thirty first. <laughs> According to the game logs, but I mean, I'm, I have them as a C, but uh, you know, I could be talked into lower. I just think that they're, you know, you have to understand in today's game, 
Today is about speed and skill and hockey IQ are essential to be able to play. But we have to understand that there are intangibles that certain players really need to have to be able to be puzzle pieces to a winning recipe. You can't just have skill, skill, skill. You have to have certain players that play different styles of hockey. Okay. And right now, Victor Olofsson is struggling to find his game because if he is not scoring or relying on Jack Eichel, he is in a situation where it's going to be a lot tougher because he has to do a lot more on his own. He's not a four checker. He is not, he hasn't laid a body check the entire year. There's a reason why it's been 22 games that he has not scored a goal because he doesn't go to the front of the net and 80 some percent of all goals are scored within what? 10, 10 feet of the net geo, eight feet. Yeah. yeah. It's either through a shot, a deflection or a rebound. And he's not anywhere near that, that uh, position of the ice. One, you one have thing, to get to the you have to get to the tough areas. One thing, maybe, maybe here, maybe we're being a little hard. So he had five goals in the first what eight games, and then injury sets in. Yeah. Is there something to be said that he's not anywhere near a hundred percent? Because since then, since the injury, he has not scored a goal. Since October 31st and then to November 21st was his injury from game, from game, yep. you know, and but I'll say this a goal. You. He has not scored a goal since that October 31st. But I'll say this to you, even when he was playing last year, the knock on Victor Olofsson was he was not creating five on five it, it, with his you, skill, with his skill set, he should be creating a lot more. He should be tougher to play against. How come you have a different mindset of Jeff Skinner and Victor Olsson? Because Jeff Skinner's scoring. To Jeff this Skinner's year, producing. this year, okay. Jeff Skinner last year, like I mean, he should have been sent to the moon. But he was also playing for a, for a coach that had him on the fourth line with two guys that were like, and Olsson was and Olsson was given every chance with that coach to score, and he did. They're they're, they, they're they're the same skill perimeter type player that no are, Jeff Skinner are, is a guy are what they are what they, they are they, they score they are the player they are they score differently Jeff Skinner is in front of the net Jeff Skinner is a little rat type player that's in front of the net looking for rebounds looking for small area plays I don't mind how he scores the goals I like that you have Victor Olsson who is literally on the outside of the perimeter looking to open himself up for a one-timer shot from the outside outside yeah. and and they're different players i don't like the way jeff skinner plays but he is when he's scoring he is a he's a very useful hockey player he's playing with a lot more confidence he's got a lot more jam in his game he's working a lot harder to track pucks victor olsson is literally looks like He's playing shinny hockey. He looks like he's on the outdoor rink where he's kind of working sometimes. And but you but could he's have said always that about, on the outside. You could have said that about Skinner the last year and a half. That's my point. No, because so, Jeff Skinner so Olsen has no confidence. Olsen has no confidence right now. He was hurt. He hasn't scored in 20-something games, so he's mind-fucking himself. I'm just saying we have to treat them 
the same. You know what I mean? Okay. And so let's okay. look at, let's try to find some reasons why Olsen, let's get him back on track. I think All he right. can be extremely useful if you get him back on track. I like the okay. benefit of the but doubt. Can you know, I, I ask like you a question? I like the benefit of the doubt that you're trying to squash the big man over there, Tim. Allen. Oh, I'm just arguing. I, I, I'm just arguing listen, with ribs today. No, I, I appreciate because, um, you know, the worst thing you can do is is look at small sample sizes of players and then get down on them yeah, and, yeah. and then and then look to move them because they're going through a tough time. Um, this environment right now in Buffalo is a work in progress and it's not easy. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I, I look at Victor Olson. I think he's he's extremely skilled and, and something that maybe next year he could be on a line with a uh, um, Krebs and Quinn. Maybe that's a line. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying I, I to think figure you, out. I think you try to deal him at the deadline, to be honest with you. I mean, he's one year. So till he, he's, one more, one more at three. Yeah. He's, he's got uh, no, he's yeah. One more at 3 million. Uh, actually, no, this is no, he's done, no, this year. He's he's got, done this year, but he's, he's an done, no, He's done this year. He's done this year. Um, okay, moving on. Let's get through these ones too, and then we'll get to our all-star defensemen and uh, some of the other guys here on the, in the lineup. Uh, so let's just let's do some. I'll try to do as rapid fire as possible. Cody Eakin, Craig, we'll start with you. Cody Eakin. He'll. Uh, he's. He's. This is his last year. Um, he's an unrestricted free agent next year. He's thirty years old. He will be moved at the deadline. That's to not what I asked that- you. I asked you first grade. <laughs> I mean, like we're I doing mean, mid-season reports, not who's coming back here. You know, like, okay, well, let, he, let's stick he to shouldn't the script. be coming back and I'll give him a, a C. Okay. Riv gives him a C Geo. I had a B minus. Yeah. I, I, he's, I was, he's a, he's the type of player that, that every team needs. He's not going to be flashy. He's not going to put up a ton of points. He's, he is what he is. He's going to go out there, win face-offs, kill penalties, and, and create energy. That's yeah, I'm, I'm not for, going for me, to, he's not far off of what he should be. I'm not going to go and penalize a guy for his grade because he's on a bad team. I like your grade, Gio. Uh, Anders Bjork. D. Yeah, I had a C-. minus. I For the tools that he has, I played with him in Boston. Um. You want he leaves you wanting more right now, right? Like, love the guy, uh, but the where's he, he playing has, right now? Where's he playing the in the line? Has, yeah, it's if he's if he's not on a top two line and given an opportunity to 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 play an offensive hockey game, then he should not be on your third or fourth line. That's just you're you're wasting, I think, an opportunity for a different style of player that I think is going to be more beneficial to your lineup. Vinny he given, has he been given that chance? That's the question. Then your grade can adjust to that. Go in a stroke. No, I don't know if he's been given. He had a nice scoring chance last night though. What I was, I was kind of hoping he would have buried that for his own morale, yeah. but you know, I mean, again, I mean, maybe that's a confidence thing right now. Um, Vinny Henestroza. Joe, we'll start with you. I got him as a, a B plus. Um, not expecting much out of him. I mean, you got a million dollar salary, seventeen points. I don't mind. Uh, that's why I give him where I gave him. I have him as a C plus. 
um, you know, um, Henestrosa came in this year and he's trying to solidify himself as a NHL player. Um, someone that can be in the league for, for years to come. Um, he, he was given an opportunity here in Buffalo for the first part of the year where he's played a lot. He's played a lot and has been put uh, online uh, with, with players that are in an offensive role. I think he's done a nice job. Uh, eight goals, 17 points in 36 games. It's solid. It's solid. But again, uh, for me, it's, 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 it's about upgrading what we have. Okay. Next year, we're going to have a right winger. That's going to be Alex Tuck. The other right winger most likely is going to be one of Thompson or cousins. Okay. Cause one of those guys is going to have to play right wing. Well, Jack Quinn and Jack Quinn's the other one. But, so but there's I'm no, not, room I'm not for taking Henestrosa ne- next year. That's fine, but I'm not taking that into his grade right now. Like what he's doing for the team and whatnot, that's what I'm taking, whether he's here or not, whether he has the same role moving forward or not, that's different than what he's been able to do to help this team currently. And And you gave him a what? I gave him a B plus. Okay. That's just, that's insanely too high. Insanely too high. I gave him a C. If he's game C C's, C's average, is he average to you? Yes. He's extremely average to me because I'm not I, ranking. I think him he's a little above average for, for what, for team. what he's doing on Buffalo. I'm not looking for what he's doing on Buffalo. I want to build a winner. I, I don't I'm, disagree I'm going to rank, with you. I'm going to rank him for what I believe and what I've seen through teams that are coming through Buffalo and, and where does he, where does he rank in, in overall right wingers on their teams? I think he's had a, I think he's had a solid season. I think he's easy as all hell to play against. He's not a big guy. I mean, he, he's easy for me to play against. That's just my opinion. He's had an okay season. Age Thompson. Unless Gio, you have a, a counter argument to what he's saying. No, I got. I have nothing. Tage Thompson. I have. Oh, him let a. me start with this one. Go with it. I'm giving him an A. I'm giving this guy this guy an A. Started at center. You know, he's absolutely blew everybody away with his production. I know he's been hurt, but I mean. This is not a year that we thought we would see from Tage Thompson, not these kinds of numbers. And, you know, I'm, I'm so happy for this kid. Unbelievable salary for what he's doing. 24 points, uh, 36 games, 12 goals. You know, I don't care about the plus minus, you know, the team's losing. So, it's you know, I don't, I don't really care. I'm giving Tage Thompson an A. I, I, I love this kid. And I, I, I think he's really blossomed into a, a real big future piece for this team. I have him at A minus, a lot of the same reasons. Uh. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. As things started to kind of hit the 
the bad parts of the season where they weren't doing well, he was the bright spot, right? He showed up, he worked, yeah. uh, he influenced the game. He's done everything that you've wanted from him and probably even more because this is a player you thought he could be. And at times the last couple of years, you, you didn't see the light and now you're starting to see the light. So I, I see a minus out of him all day. And the only reason it's an a minus is because you're still on a losing team. I guess it's, you know what I mean? Craig, anything, anything less than an A or A minus, or you put him in the B, you're just a flat out Richard. Okay, moving on. Who's our next guy that we're going to talk about? <laughs> what do you think? No, listen, go ahead. Let's no. talk about our next guy then. No, you don't want, if you want me to give you my opinion on Cage Thompson. Of course been, we do. I'm going to tell you right now. You need to shut your pie hole because I have been the biggest Cage Thompson supporter in Buffalo since this in the last number of years. Have I What's not? What's your grade? What's your grade then? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not What's giving him a goddamn grade. What's your grade? <laughs> I'm giving him a B plus. What? <laughs> yeah. You want to know why? All the reasons that you oh. just said, Gio, the guy has elevated his game to an incredible, incredible level. Okay. He has been put in a position where he's taking a different role on this team leadership wise too. Okay. Number three, he has been put in a position to play center, which he has not played in. I don't know how many years. Okay. You're, you're arguing for, for us right now. I'm not like, done I still yet. don't see the reason why you got him in the B. Uh, not sounds, done like yet. Your, sounds like you're great. Sounds like you're straight up. A, A plus. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're you, the way you guys are marking right now. It, it is what it is what you want. Okay. That's your opinion. What I'm saying right now is Tay Thompson is playing at the highest level and, and it's a level that we've all wanted. Okay. He's taken a bigger position role wise. He's on the power play. He's on at the end of games. He is taking uh, big draws. There's everything, but I'm going to tell you right now, the number one supporter for Tage Thompson in the last three years has been this guy right here. And I'm going to tell you this. I think there's more for to? him to give. <laughs> trying to figure out your damn point here. I'm going to tell you this. the whole audience is trying to figure I, out your point too. I think there's more for Tage no Thompson. No doubt there's more. He's uh, young. Okay. We're talking yeah, about right now. Young. Of course he's, he's young. Uh, he's 24 years old. Okay. He's that's not young. Week. That's 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 mid level in this age, in in oh. this in this era. Hold on, twenty four years old is is a mid level hockey player. Mid age hockey player. I think right now there's. I think he's had a fantastic season. But I'm going to tell you this. I think Tage Thompson has even more for us. He's played 181 games. I can't figure you out, man. Kid, I can't Talk figure about you young. out. I'm not giving games, man. Let me tell you he something. hasn't played more than 65 games in a year. 41, 65, 1, 38, okay. 36. Hang on here. And both you're you. saying he's, he's middle-aged 181 games. So Riv, can we agree that we've moved you up to an A? <laughs> no. No, I'm not moving him to an A. Stubbornness prevails again. Uh, because I'm going to tell you right now, in oh, order to be an God. A on my list, you're going to have to be exceptional. Okay. I think he's been pretty he's been damn there. exceptional. You think he's been exceptional? If, yeah, for, for... I think he's, yeah, I think he's I, I elevated do. his game to a level 
that every single fan, every single fan here in Buffalo is looking at this young man going, we have an absolute no-brainer stud, okay? Here's the thing. I'm not giving him an A unless he can play an entire season. And at the end of the year, if I'm looking at Tage Thompson with the same points and maybe a little bit more, and and he's at uh, 80 games played this year and has 28 goals and, and 58 points, then that man deserves an A. Well, you're not going to. Right now, I'm not giving him an A because I want him to work for it. That's just okay. me. Tage Thompson's going to be listening to the after the whistle and he's going to be like, oh, I got to work for my A from Reve. No, but I'm going to tell you this. I love his game. I love how far he's come. He's still working with things to, to get better and, and, and to be consistent each and every game. I love Tage Thompson. Been a huge supporter. He's but starting I'm not to use his body more than, than too. Reward him. He's then starting reward to use, him with your grade. use his body Listen, more. Reward someone, him with your grade. Someone got, and then downgrade Listen, it. If he I has did, a bad no. second half, you downgrade. If he has I, a I did, better I second half, you him, keep him at the I same. gave him the where highest he, grade. Where he's the at highest at grade this point. Where he's at at this point. At this I point, gave him the highest grade and then on adjusted. the team. Um, sorry, I Geo had him as an A minus. I'm writing these down so that we can uh, remember these going forward. Uh, so, Craig, if you're giving him a B plus, you're not going to like my next grade. Dylan Cousins. This is the last guy that we can spend an extended amount of time on. Okay, and then we're gonna then we're gonna rip through him. Unless there's anybody that you want to carve, that's the only reason. That's the only reason why we'll stop. I'm not here to carve anybody. Listen. Dylan Cousins turns 21 on February 9th. He's got 18, what, 18 points in 36 games. I'm giving him an A. I've loved this kid's effort. I've loved his work ethic. I love his effort. I love what he's going to be for us for the future. I'm not, I don't even know that he's going to be a first or second line centerman on this team in, in years to come. But I will say that I, I love how hard he works every game. He plays his ass off. He might not get the results. Sometimes he gets bumped around. There was the game against Detroit. He got knocked off the puck rather easily, but that's youth and, and that'll come, but I'm giving him an A and I, I, I don't really care what you have to say, but carry on. Ribs, you want it? Uh, I've got a B minus. I think he's been solid. Um, you know, he is a young player. He's getting better. Nine goals, 18 points. He's a minus 12. Um, He's been playing against uh, some of the the, the best uh, players on every single team. He's playing against the Sidney Crosbys. He's playing against the the Ovechkins. He's he's taking on a lot, and he's done really. He's done well. He's done well. But uh, um, right now, um, there's still areas in his game that he needs to continue to improve. In order to be higher up in my rankings, he has to produce more offense um, for this hockey team, and. Um, you know, he's, he's had a solid season. He's had a solid season. This is, this is going to be his first full season in the national hockey league. I think he's played well. I think he's on, on the right path. Um, but, uh, for me, I, I think there's, I think there's a lot more that we're going to get from Dylan cousins as he continues to mature as, as a young man in this league. So I'm going to give him a B minus because I think that there's a lot more for him to give. I think he's got a chance centering uh, Tuck and Skinner there too. With a, uh, He had a goal and an assist last night as well. Go ahead, uh, Gio. What do you think? I had him at a, at a B. So if I got uh, 
C is average. He's above average. Um, he's doing exactly what you want from a young guy like that. He's got tough matchups. He's got uh, games that he's uh, up to his head in, 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 in tough matchups. And, you know, he's doing a, a good job. Like, he's, he's doing exactly what you want from him. That's why I give him a B is because it's – that's a good grade. He's doing exactly what you, you'd want for a young guy coming through. I know he's got more of it, but by you can't hold it against him. You can't hold it against him because he's young and he's, he's going to grow. Yes, you I am. I, mean? like, I am absolutely going to hold that against him because I, I'm going to tell you right now, in two years from now, when I go and look at Dylan Cousins and I grade him, I'm going to be grading him as the same player and he's going to continue to improve his development, his knowledge of the game, who he's playing against. I think he's going to be stronger on pucks. He's going to be faster. He's going to be smarter. He is going to, those nine goals and 18 points in 36 games might be 14 goals and, you know, 30 points in 36 games in two years from now. He is going to continue, and that level, that B minus I'm giving him, is going to be either a B, a B plus or, a, or an A because he is he is matured as a player. I'm marking him hard. I'm yeah, marking I, him I, very, very hard. I, I get it, but I, I th- you're punishing a guy. I'm not punishing him. No, no, I'm wait, not punishing wait. you. Him. You're 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 holding it against him. Where he's at right now is how he should be graded. The type of player yes. he is. Yes. Yes. His role on the team. He should yes. be graded as that. Now he should not be graded what he is in projected years. to be because Tage Thompson three years ago ha- didn't have the same role on the team. So yeah. if he was, if, yeah. if, if I his gave, role I gave Tage Thompson so, so a B you, plus two years ago, he would have been a, a, a C minus. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is you have to take into consideration what he is for your team right now. The roles he's put in, the the positions he's put in, the role that he has within the team. What's and whether he, Whether he's doing it or not. What's Whether average? he's doing it or not. Average is a C. Yeah. Above that is a C plus. Above I, that is a B minus. Yeah, I think I just, that there's more. I think that I think Dylan Cousins I, has more to give. Yeah. A lot you, more. Would you give, give him? You give him a B minus? Yes. Which, which I'm at a B, so I'm not, I'm not arguing the grade. I'm arguing your grading system, I guess. Well, listen, the I fact mean, that every you're, single, you're, so you what want did, more what out of him. No shit. Sidney Crosby wasn't Sidney Crosby his first couple years that he okay. was. What did you give, what'd you give a Poso? I gave Poso a B plus. Okay, I gave him a B. What'd you give Thompson? I gave him an A minus. I gave him a B plus. What'd you give Tuck? I gave him an A. I gave him an, uh, a B plus. What'd you give Cousins? I gave him a B. I gave him a B minus. Every single goddamn uh, mark right now, I've been under by literally either like an even or a half. Because your grading system is all messed up. No, it's not. We're actually extremely close in our grading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm grading them harder than what you are. I am not going to give A's out unless they absolutely are knocking our socks off. And you don't think Thompson and Tuck are doing that? No. Okay. Because I'm going to okay. tell you this. On this team, I've if, watched, if, if they weren't Petey, doing that. How many would... times have I watched Alex Tuck over the last number of years? Four years ago, I said, oh, my God, Petey. 
I don't know what we got to do, but we got to get Alex Tuck. We've got to get Alex Tuck. Remember that, Petey, that conversation? I love Alex Tuck. I've been watching him for years. There's certain teams that I have watched for years because I, I love certain players and I've keyed in on certain players. So I watch them more. I look at Alex Tuck right now and he's got seven points in seven games. He's got two goals. I look at him. He is not where he needs to be. He has more to give and I'm not giving him an A until I am blown away. Just came back in January from a friggin' exactly. long-term injury. So I think with exactly. where he's at and what he's done and how he's handled everything, he's in the A call oh, just all, all day a. long. Everybody but, in A. Well, Everybody about, should let, get an A. Okay, let's rip through these guys. Peyton Krebs, too small of a sample size, six games, two assists. Yeah, I had a question mark because I okay. don't have. Uh, I have him as a C. Okay, Ra- you actually, you can grade him. You're going to have him as a C with what in the games that I've watched his skating, his puck moving ability, his defensive play. Does he give away the pucks? All those things. He's a C he's average. He's extremely young and green. Um, but obviously he has an offensive flair to his game. He's, he sees the game very well. He's going to be a work in progress. Okay. Uh, next on the list, Rasmus Asplund. C minus C I'd see. Well, there okay. we go. We're bang on there. Uh, Gio All moving, right. moving on Krebs. So you actually gave Krebs a C. We, we said two small sample size. Yeah. Uh, Craig, you said C minus Gio. You said C. I gave him a D turns away from too many, too many hits. Um, Murray too small sample size. Although I've been happy. I've, I've liked, I've liked Murray. Yep. I mean, I had him as a B minus. Yeah, for for a big guy, I mean, you know, I like I like what he's been been able to do. <laughs> I love Riv's face there. Too small sample size for you, Riv? Uh, no, he's played eighteen games. He's got two goals and six points. He's minus three. Um, my conversations with this young man is I know that he has the ability to make plays. Okay, he's a very very big man. 6'5", 236 pounds. This player, if he is not being having closed meeting discussions with the coaches, I don't care if it's with Matt Ellis, I don't care if it's with Don Granato or whoever the forward guy is, if they are not having a private conversation with Brett Murray, then I am, I am dumbfounded. We do not need another wizard dangling around, saucering passes with super awesome hockey IQ. We need certain types of players, not all the same. You want him to be a thundering body? I I want him to be freaking heavy. I also want him to be, have a little bit of nasty to him. I agree. Nobody in this league knows who Brett Murray is. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. You agree, Petey? I agree with that aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like I said to you, I've liked him, but I, there was one element that I, I would have liked and that would be a little bit more, I don't want to use the word aggression, but definitely, you know, using his body more to, to lay guys out if he could or finish checks and, you know, just, I could see just him. from that yeah, as long as, as long as you want him playing bigger, tougher, stronger, that's fine. Cause you had said, right. Like you came into the league, you were a skill guy. And it got sucked out of you. You know what I mean? Well, I wasn't a you I wasn't a skilled guy, but I mean, I in, I, in I was junior in junior when you went to junior. 
I was, yeah, you I was guided down a path. Yeah. So to, to and and told. What so was is that the slippery going. slope? Is that the slippery slope? Because he's six five two forty, as opposed to five eleven. Well, I mean, maybe we have, I mean, look. I mean, we could have another. We could have another Justin Penner on our hands. Dustin Penner was huge. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Dustin Penner was huge. He wasn't necessarily the most physical guy in the world, but he he scored a lot of goals. So, I mean, if, if that's if that's what you're looking at for a guy like this, I mean, then, then I, I think what you I think what you do if if he's not that type of player, you look to move him for that type of player and to a team that wants someone like him, right? So you're you're saying Tuck, you got Tuck Thompson. Uh, I mean, you could even possibly throw cousins a little bit in there as that kind of power forward type guy with skill. Right. And so you don't need another one of those guys on your roster. That's no, what you're you saying. Do. Risk. You know, you absolutely no, no, I'm saying, do. We, we you, don't you have want, you want, you want him to play harder like that is what you're Listen, saying. You, right? So, so one of our players the other night got, uh, got smoked by the boards. Can't remember who it was. Dylan cousins came in there and cross-checked the guy from Detroit right away, right away. Boom. There was no fight that happened afterward. There's no fisticuffs, but it was a response to a response from another team. I want Brent Murray to skate around the ice and use his six foot five, 235 pound body and be very physical. He will add more time and space to his game by him playing a nasty physical game. Here's the thing. I saw him the other day. This is probably one, maybe two games ago where he got smoked by a defenseman. I think it was in, I think it was in Detroit. Do you remember that? Anyone remember it? No, anyone defenseman for uh, Detroit went and absolutely laid him out. Never even had the puck and ended up getting a penalty for it. But I'm going to tell you right now, Red Thompson should have been on the ice. The very next shift uh, when that uh, kid was on and having Brent Murray and having a conversation. Do you understand when he go, when he goes to the net, you go to the net and you don't just stop and everybody, you know, like disperses to their benches and it, it's just, no, you go and you spray and you, you get in there and you give a guy a little shove. And if guy pushes you back, then you sit there and you're like, you know what? This is my territory, buddy. You know what I'm saying? There's no yeah. nastiness. There's no aggression. There's no physicality. We need Brent Murray not to play like he's five foot nine and 140 pounds. So would you give him, you gave him a C? No, I'm asking, what was your grade on him? I gave him a C plus. Okay. Well, I gave him I, a B minus. I, I, so we're right, right on. we're right on. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you this. Brent Murray, to me, has a place on the Sabres if he can not change his game, evolve okay. his game. Okay. I'm not okay. asking. There, there, there is a difference. There's a way that's a big difference. That's kind of what I was yeah. looking for clarification. Okay. If you and want you know to what's change awesome or evolve. Brett, you want Brent Murray to add to his game. And if you add to your game, you will have a spot in Buffalo. The way he plays right now, to me, he does not have a spot on this team moving forward. This is just me as GM Craig Reve. Okay. Well, and that and that's why you want those coaches to work with them to help I evolve, want, to help evolve, not enormous. to change, to help evolve. Yes. To, to then help the team, I get you that. So that's need, all I'm looking for. You need to allow the Skinners, the Middle Stats, the Tucks, the Thompsons, the Cousins, uh, the 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 Olafsons, the ability to go and play with their speed and their skill and 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 add that offense. But then there's got to be the next. 
there's got to be the next group that play still with skill, because I'm going to tell you right now, you go and look at Brent Murray's statistics. Okay. Played in the USHL in 62 games. He had 41 goals, 76 points. Then he went to Rochester, played his very first year in Rochester, 55 games. He had nine goals and 24 points. Here's the thing. If he does not add a physical element to his game, a nasty element to his game. I'm not at like no one fights in this, in this game. It's like who has the most fights? that big to cut it in, on an NHL roster as a, as a, a point guy. He's not a point guy, right? He is not a point guy, but right. let me tell you something. He's a depth. He, I think he's a depth point guy. He has got skills. He's your, he's your third. He's your, that's yes. your secondary scoring. Your third line that yes is very good. Grinds, and he's young, plays a good game and, and pitches in. He's not a point per game guy, no. But he's he's a guy that's going to get you twenty to thirty five points a year as your secondary scoring. But here's the thing: you're looking what's for. more important for him, not only to get the that that twenty thirty points, which is kind of like to me a uh, a fourth line guy, okay. But you need to add an element that the team needs. When you have guys taking liberties or hitting or even talking to Darlene, I don't know if you've guy watched Darlene. I, I watch him a lot. Okay. I watch him and he is. It's getting really hard to move on here. He's, he's playing fan. Well, it all adds in to what they're trying to accomplish here. No, I know. Darlene is getting hit and guys are chirping them and this and that. I mean, that's where Brett Murray's job is to be on the ice going to have conversations with the guys that are, if you don't have, have that, if you don't have that already, no one's going to believe it. If you just try to turn it on, unless you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, yeah. You're like, like you're, so guy, I don't know how many guys there are in the league like me, but there are some still some tough players in the league. And, and like, if, if he starts yelling, I'm going like, to shut the fuck up, like, shut up, like sit down. You're well, not you scaring got, anybody like- and you're not fooling anybody. So I don't know. Well, that, I don't know. That's what's going to be said in today's game. You know how many guys are are, are terrified of a guy like Murray? Well, they don't know who he is. He's got a great big, huge beard. Yeah, I guess six, he's got. Five, two, I guess he's got to go and try and make a name for himself. Oh, so he's got to make a name for himself. That's what I've just said for the past I know. forty okay. minutes with this guy. All right, we we good. We're good. All right, we we got and it. All right, does, let's, listen. He does, like to he's challenge exactly, you, Riz. He's exactly what we want. He's got the size. Okay, McLovin. He can skate. He can he can move the puck. He's got skills. But if he adds to his game where he starts to crank some bodies, he starts to get into some scrums and grabs the guy who's out of the pile and 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 gives them a beating. Like, yeah, this guy's elevated his game to a completely different level in this league. Okay. Yeah. Uh Mark Jankowski, uh John Hay- is it John Hayden? John Hayden. Jankowski, I too small sample size. Too small sample size. Okay. Uh Hayden. He's done his job. I'm, I'm not yeah, going to criticize. It's a hard job. I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, you know, he's not expected to go out and provide provide points. I mean, he's done his job. I mean, I, I'm not going. And after last night's game uh, against, what do you what do you consider his job? Like a B minus, C? I know. I give him a I, I give him a B B plus. I mean, like yeah, that's yeah. it's not an easy job to go out and fight no. at the start of a game against San Jose to be required every night to provide. Oh, you know, I mean to provide physicality and some nights be the only guy on the ice um, that is yeah. required to tell you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. any John, kind of energy. John yeah. Hayden 
would be so much tougher if it was through committee. Right. You understand? I agree. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What I mean by that? 100%. Percent. Yeah. I, he's not the isolated guy. Yes. He's got a, uh, three, four guys that are pushing yes. and shoving you at all times. He's not the only one doing it. Yeah. Yes. And it, it, it strengthens and when the group. Got, it strengthens him. Yes. It strengthens everything. Like I, I look at John Hayden and I'm like, you know, I've watched him fight a, a, a few times. Um, he handles himself very well. He's a very big man. He's, he's a strong kid. I wouldn't say that he's necessarily a great fighter. Okay. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a gamer. And I'm going to tell you, you need guys like that yeah. in your lineup. You, you know, need guys like that to understand that he skates well. He actually moves the puck well. He understands and thinks the game well. Now, in order for him to be in this league for literally 10 more years is for him to hit with some aggression for him to do what he did last night to protect a, a teammate and stick up for a teammate. And if he does that, he'll be in this league for 10 years. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how long he could be in the league for, but I, I do. I can speak to, you know, by committee tough guy, just quickly. I just remember Eric Bolton, myself and Adam Merrill were aligned here. Yeah. And then, you know, the next year, Eric Bolton's not here. And, you know, Mares, he's tough, but he's not fighting the guys that I'm fighting. And when you're solo taking on those guys or talking to those guys, it's a, it, it's yep. a, adds a bit of a 100%. different, different kind of mentality to it when you're, you know, ride, you know, when you don't have anyone to ride shotgun with. So listen, it's, it's the same, it's that. the same as a, a goal scorer, right? He's going to be way better when he's supported. There's other guys scoring goals. He's right. going to be more productive. Just I like can't you, speak to you, that, but I can definitely. No, imagine. no. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is like you. You talk about uh, Eichel in the past being the only guy that's scoring. He has no support, and he expected to do it every single game, all game. It's the same with you as a, when you lost your depth in the chart, right? Like you yeah. lost your Bolton. So now all of a sudden it was on you every single day, every night, everything, and it just becomes harder and harder to do that every day. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, that sums it up for the forwards. Do we want to do the defense right now or? Yeah, we can do a short, quick fire. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, let's here, do well, let, let's do, let's start with obviously Rasmus Dahlin. I'm very curious, Riv, to know what your uh, grade is for him. Uh, I have him down as B plus. Um, I think Rasmus Dahlin has continued to improve his game. He's, he's taken on a bigger role this year than what he's ever taken on in his, uh, in his career. He's playing upwards of, uh, you know, some nights he's playing 25, 27 minutes a night. Um, and on this team, that is not an easy task. Okay. His ability to move the puck and his poise with the puck I would have to put up in, in, in the top five defensemen in the National Hockey League, the way he distributes the puck, his poise on the blue line um, is, is just absolutely incredible. What about his defensive play? His defensive play, playing on this team in particular, um, some nights has been uh, a little bit of uh, you know an eyebrow raise, but for the most part, I think that he's done an admirable job continuing to get better each and every night. Um, there, he is never going to be 
you know, uh, a defenseman that you would be putting on the ice at the end of the game to, you know, shut down a, a three, two game. There's there going to be other players in your lineup that I, that I think will be in that situation. But if you need a goal, he's going to be on the ice. He's incredible. Gio. So for me, I have him as a B plus, um, because he's, he's taken on a major role on that back end. I have him as a C. I have him defensively in the low D's and offensively B to B plus. So he's a C player. He's a, he's average. You know what I mean? Like he's good in some things and he's very bad at other things. And so he's, he's average. And so on Isn't this team defensively, co- you know what I mean? Like it's going to be extremely hard. He, you're, you're putting him into Reese Linen type stuff coming out, right? Like he's relied on way too much defensively. Um, offensively, he's got some skills, but he's just, for me, he's just average. He's C, uh, you want way more out of, out of him. He's your number one D he's a first overall pick. Um, you want you want way more out of him than what he's able to give you whole picture. You can't isolate you can't isolate the game like that that he's he's dynamic offensively but bad defensively. Well, is he making you better or is he making you worse? What's he making you? He's just average for him. So I I I uh it's interesting. I <laughs> I had him as a B minus and I only put him as a B minus because he's going to the all-star game. <laughs> I don't want to give him joke. the B's. I can't believe he's going to the all-star game, I mean, but that's what happens when you have to send, you know, one player from each team. I mean, you know, as, as advertised at the draft, I thought he would have been, I don't care what the team is. I thought he would have been light years. Uh, I had where he is. I mean, I, I did not think that the defensive struggles for this player would be so glaring. And what is he in his fourth year? He's in his fourth year now. Yep. Like, uh, and I mean, I mean like as glaring now as they were his first year. So, I mean, there's been no progress in his, the defensive side of his game. And are we relying on him to be a defensive player? <laughs> he's well, he's the playing more, he's playing more minutes. Okay. He's playing more minutes than he's ever played before. Okay. He's on a team that is like, I mean, when we're talking about a transition, this is a team that is in a major transition and we're having Riff, young come on, players. man. Come We've on. Had, Let's our, be honest here. Players is out. Did you see the Casey middle stat? See the one um, goal against Detroit just didn't even touch the guy, the side of the net, like just doesn't, he's not alert. He has yeah. no, he has no Def- defensive awareness at all. He is a puck yeah. watcher and okay. that is bad. That is very, very bad for this hockey team because it still yeah. hasn't well, broken that like habit. Like I said before, Rasmus Dahlin, when you go and look at his, his minutes played throughout the entire season, okay? He started the season, no, no Casey Middlestat, no Alex Tuck, you know, Peyton Krebs wasn't in the lineup. We had a mismatch of guys that were just like, you know, it was not a strong hockey team, Okay. He has gotten better from the start of the year to now. He's playing more minutes. He's playing very tough minutes. He's being put in all situations to learn. Is he going to make mistakes? Yes, he is. That being said, 
I, I, you have to give this kid an opportunity to make mistakes. He's making the mistakes. Hopefully he can continue. He's not going to be a great defensive player. Okay. He's never going to be a great, but can he be solid, but with elite skill for me, like I just told you, he's going to be in a situation in years to come where he is not going to have to play those insanely tough minutes defensively, because that's going to be on someone else. Just like last night, Matias Samuelson, who's six foot five, two thirty, who is, I thought he played lights out. Lights out. He's defensively responsible. He's in the right position all the time. He is not a bone crushing hitting defenseman, but he's a body separator. His first pass is incredible. He played the most minutes on the D last night. He played 22 minutes. Rasmus Dahlin played 1932. Who was on the ice at the end of the game? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think your ceiling for him is a Carlson like mentality. But Carlson's on the ice at the end of the game. He was never a defensive-minded defenseman. He was a fourth forward every time yes. he stepped on the ice. Yes. You know what I mean, and so that's what you want from Darlene. But I still think he's average. He hasn't taken the steps. He doesn't give you enough offensively yet to make up for his defensive lapses. So that's it. it makes you want him more. He, it he coincides with the strength of the team, Gio. I, I don't like, come on, man. You do you actually think that Rasmus Dahlin's been put in a situation? How many points do you think? Like he's got what 20, 22 or 23 points. Okay. Rasmus Dahlin on this team here has that many points. How many points would he have on Colorado? How many points would he have on Tampa Bay, Washington, um, you know, Carolina, uh, Florida? Those teams are in different transitions. They are way, way they had. Tampa Bay was terrible years ago, and now they're reaping the benefits of a long list of Hedman, Stamkos, Kucherovs, and building and building, and now they're at a great position. Could you imagine Rasmus Dahlin on one of those teams? He'd be plus 12, and he'd have a point a game. He is uh, on a team that literally has no guys that can score goals. They're, it, I mean, they just got back Alex Tuck. They've had Casey Middlestat out all year. Now you're relying on a 20-year-old Dylan Cousins to produce points? Like, this team is, is, is not a good hockey team. They're not good defensively either. I, right. I, you know, so we can't sit there and look at Rasmus Dahlin and, and be like, well, he's not good defensively and he's not good offensively. Yeah, we can produce. Yeah, points. yeah, yeah, we can. Yes, we can. And let me, let me tell you why, because don't you need him to know how, like, I've not seen it, like any, any kind of certainty or comfort in the fact that I think he's going to be able to. To, to defend plays well in the defensive zone. I mean, none. Like, I mean, the, 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 on, the, on, the, on, on plays that are, listen, there's breakdowns and there's things that put him in a bad position, but on clear, easy reads, Petey, you're saying he just doesn't make the right read where it's on him. It's not on the team as a whole. It's on him making a simple, easy read on a three on two or, a, or a, take the a, Tampa Bay play, play Corey Perry's goal. I'm just, I'm just, this is recall on my, my end. Corey Perry's goal, standing at the side of the net, 
And Darlene watches the pass go past his partner, past him, and right onto Corey Perry's stick and boop, just pops it in. And you're just kind of like, and what goal was that? Number five or six? Uh, I think it was number four. Number four. What does yeah. it matter what goal it was? Fuck, are you going to... It doesn't matter. Oh, it it's goal number seven, so we don't have to give a shit anymore? I don't understand no, what that... What does that mean? Because Rasmus Dahlin has insane amount of pressure to be on the ice and play against the top players and try and shut them down, which our team okay. in general... Is, is is a struggle of shutting down top teams, but he's also got to, he's thinking on offense. I got to, we're down four to one right now. I've got to produce offense. I mean, his. On, on a good team, he's going to have to play against good players. Yeah. He's going to have those same matchups, whether he's on a good team or a bad team. So you're saying that if he's on a better team, Craig, he doesn't make those same simple mistakes yes. that. Yes. I, I don't buy that. Of, of uh, recognizing it where, where yeah. everyone is on the, yes, on the ice. You need to have not, player awareness away from the puck, not just. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, that's hockey, man. I don't know. That's yeah. why I give him, I give him a C. He needs to be better. Uh, it sounds like Joe wants to move on. Uh, and yeah, we do need to move on as we have just ripped through time on this, but okay. So, you know, Will Butcher. Uh, Will Butcher. D. I had him at a, uh, a C plus. Okay. I had him at a C minus, but whatever. I mean, we're all kind of in the same Just ballpark. Uh, Henry Yoki Harju. He is literally a placeholder. Stopgap. Period. Stopgap. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. Henry Yoki Harju. C. C. Average. Very average. Yep. Okay. Just solid. Just average. You know, he's not physical. He's not offensive. Um, he's not, I wouldn't say he's not defensive, but he's not defensive. Um, he basically is just kind of like a guy that uh, he skates well. He moves the puck puck well. Um, he's he's okay. Okay. B- Bob Hag. Robert Hag. C. C. Not as advertised. I mean, I, I was expecting a more physical. Yes, I was, I was expecting a more physical player, but, um, you know, you got to remember, you know, uh, Robert Hag on, on Philadelphia was like their sixth defenseman. Right. Yeah. And we acquired their sixth defenseman and he's kind of yeah. that position on, on our, on our team and, you know, future, future wise, there is no future. I don't see him coming back at all. Mark Pesek. He's in I the C's for me. Uh, I mean, I got, I, a, I got him a B. Yeah, I got uh, yeah. Just I'll he, give him he's, a B. He's he's uh, he is what he is as a player, where he is in his career. Uh, good teammate, you know, shows up and is is decent every night. So I give him a B. Great person, great great man to have with your with your younger players. He is exactly what you want your younger players to be around. He seems and from what I yep. what I've heard that he is an incredible man. Um he gives a hundred and ten percent every single game that he has played this entire year. Um you know moving forward could he be a sixth defenseman to play with a Matias Samuelson? Um possibly possibly he's he has not hurt this team at all in his play he's actually he's actually come you know and 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 i think um exceeded his expectation or our expectation i think he's been very solid so um 
you know, interesting, uh, interesting player, but uh, he's, he's played solid for this team. Jacob Bryson. Too small of a sample yeah. size for me. It, absolutely exceptional skater. I just find that he gets knocked off the puck and cannot win any battles in front of the net or in the corners just because due to size. Yeah, I, I think there you go, uh, what you've talked about, Riz, all along. Makeup of your team is going to make or break a player like Bryson. A player like Bryson, if you have the right type of D, he's a Rafalski-ish type skating defenseman, yeah. makes plays. If he's not in that good mix of defensive core, I think he gets exposed a little. So I think it's he's just... It's a little early sample size, but I'd say he's just a touch over over average in the sense that he he's a makeup of of your team. I told Petey that uh, is he in my top six next year? He is not. Is he on my defense core? Yes. I think he's another player where he is an incredible young man. I think he works his ass off. Um, he's got a great attitude. Do I see him is um, in my top six next year? I do not. But if someone is injured, he is in the lineup. Uh, Colin Miller, you know, I know he's on the injured reserve, but, you know, I mean, he he has played, you know, a number of games here, 32 games. 32. So do we want to give him a grade? Or are we going to give him a pass because he's on the IR? He'll be moved probably at the deadline, right? Yeah, yeah he'll I'll, be, give him a, I'll give him a B minus. Yeah, he'll be a, he'll be a deadline move. Yeah. yeah, he'll he'll be a deadline move. Um, something that I you know I'll be happy for him. He's he's uh, been in this struggle here with a great attitude. I think for for a number of years. I I don't see him coming back whatsoever. And this is a player that Colin Miller is a good hockey player. He's a good defenseman, just not on our team. On our team, we need a different style of defenseman because we have this. We have the same. When you talk about Colin Miller, there's no difference between Colin Miller and Yoki Haru, uh, Mark Pissick, uh, you know, Bryson. You know, they're they're all they're all similar in 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 their in their in their type of play. Um, but uh, he's been solid. He's been solid. He works his butt off. He's he plays physical. Uh, he's not even a physical player, but he plays physical for this hockey team, and he's done nice things. And I, I appreciate uh, Colin Miller Miller's work ethic throughout his time here. He um, will be back. We're gonna give the goaltenders all a pass uh, because it's been tough sledding this year for the goaltending. Uh, Got to give want... some praise to Doogie Hauser, though. Oh, we did at the start of the show. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we, can, we should be finishing with him because he played fantastic last night. And I'm just really happy because, uh, you know, um, his situation last year with this hockey team and he finished exceptionally well. And, and it was just a uh, put a smile on my face and then, you know, get him him having another opportunity. I thought he I thought he looked great last night. So good for him. Um, we aren't going to finish with him. We're going to finish with Matias Samuelson. Just a quick, can't give him a grade, Riv, but I know that last night you were very impressed with his game. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Guys played two games. He's already getting give a shit. I don't care. I don't care if he plays half a game. It's his half a game. I'm going to tell you right now. They've done a great job in the minors. 
Seth Affert and, and uh, you know, um, Mike, uh, Mike Webb, Weber in the minors, Mike Pekka, they're, they're getting these guys ready. These guys are coming up they're pl- and, and they're playing with confidence. Okay. And I'm going to tell you this watching um, Matias Samuelson play. He's a kid. He's 21 years old. He's just like all these other guys that we talk about. They're so green. They're so young, but let me tell you something. When you watch him, and like his size is unreal. But when you watch him skate, that's what puts a freaking smile on your face because he's six, five, two thirty five, two thirty, Yeah. And he's skating and so smooth and his hockey IQ as a defender, he is using his body, his big body to separate, to gain pucks, his first pass. I don't know if you guys watched the way he passed the puck. He is missling passes around. Okay. He snaps the way it. he, I saw him the other day, which again, put a smile on my face. There was a puck that went low to high in from, from one side to the other. It went low to high and immediately before the puck got to the point, he was already going to his man to box that guy out in front of the net. So he couldn't gain space in front of the net. These are things that I am like, Oh my Lord. But we can't ask Darlene to this. do that. Right, Craig? But on a good team, listen, he would. But on a good team, he would. Like, uh, so, sorry, I got it. <laughs> listen, man. I mean, I've been hard on Darlene. Don't sit there and uh, shit my cornflakes. If you don't like Darlene's game, then that's fine. I'm talking about what I see and what I'm going to see from Darlene moving in two years from now. And I think that he is continuing to play more minutes. He's playing extremely tough minutes because the team's not very good. But as the team gets better and Darlene continues to mature as a player, we are not going to be grading him like you guys gave him a C or whatever. That's fine. I respect that. But for me, I think that Darlene is going to continue to get better. His skill set and his, and his abilities to make plays is, is unbelievable. And um, I just think as we evolve as a defense core and we have Rasmus Dahlin, who's 21 years old and, and, and Owen power next year is going to be here. He's going to be what 20. And we have Matias Samuelson's going to be 22. We got three kids. They're kids. They're under the age of 22 and all of them are going to be unbelievable. Well, I'm going to shit all over your cornflakes. Then I'm going to use geos bidet. <laughs> yeah hey, right, right. So yeah. it's like a seinfeld right episode man back around bring, bring it, it all the around. way back to the start last grade don granado and the coaching staff i like donnie granado i, I go ahead joe I, I like them i i think they're doing a good job man they are limited and they are getting stuff out of some of these players that maybe you shouldn't you know what I mean and and you look at progress right you look at uh, Skinner has, has bounced back under these guys. Thompson has taken off. Ocposo is being used right. Cousins is, is Gergensen's is good. You know, like he's doing exactly what you want. Like that for me, that's a measure of what the coaches are doing now systems and all that. It's pretty much the same, no matter what coach you get. It's a matter of what the players, uh, buy into as far as details and whether they do it or not. And I think they do. I think they care about the, the I think the coaching staff is doing a, a good job getting the most out of this team. We said it at the beginning of the year that it was going to be an up and down year because of, of the inexperience and that's what you're getting. But 
what you measure them on is how these players are progressing. And I think they're doing exactly what they need. Anything to add to that, Riv? As I completely forgot Gergensen's on our, our grading list, by the way. Coaching but staff. Uh, it was IR. Yeah, coaching staff. Go ahead. A. It's the first one I'll give today. I ain't going to tell you this. Hey, you just gave um, Murray one, didn't you? No. After, would you give him? Who? Brett Murray? Murray. Did, or, no, uh, Samuelson. Didn't you just give Samuelson an A? Yeah, After but he's he's, uh, he's, uh, he's not rated. He's not rated, but I'm going to tell right. you, I, I, I said this to Petey the other day. He will be in this lineup next year, and we will have three incredible left-handed shot defensemen in power, Samuelson, and and Darlene, and, and we're going to be very happy with those three moving forward. Um, but going back to the coaching staff, you know, they've put Jeff Skinner in a uh, position to succeed. He is, he is um, taken this on, and he, is, he has played well this year. They've taken Tage Thompson, which was the biggest eye-opener of all time, and put him at center. Everybody's raising their eyebrows going, are these guys on drugs? Well, that's worked out because Tage Thompson has played exceptionally well for this team. Kyle Oposo is being put in situations to succeed because he's a hell of a hockey player. Okay. And, um, really smart he's, player. He's, he's played very well. Darlene, you saw Darlene. Is he, is he great every night? Hell no, he's not. Does he make mistakes? Yes, he does. But Don Granado is there to take the heat off and try and continue to keep this young person who's developing and going through tough times, not only by himself with his, with himself and his game, but the team in general. Okay. And he's trying to keep this guy's confidence level high. Dylan Cousins continuing to, uh, to move through, you know, you know, his, his game. I, I just find, you know, with, with, with the debacle that we've seen with the goaltending and having literally an NHL goaltender in front of our guys. I mean, we're, what are we on? Number five, six, goaltender number five or six. six. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So I look at this and I, and I say, you know, Don Granato and his coaching staff have done an incredible job continuing to stay the course, keep these young guys confident. When you know, you guys know when you're having fun, you can't wait to get to the rink and you don't want to leave. Yeah. And that's the environment that Don Granato is building right now for the Buffalo Sabres. They're not the greatest team in the league, but I'm telling you right now, they're continuing to do the right things. And, uh, you know, I really like the direction of, of, of how he's taking the, you know, this team and this team will turn around. This team will turn around and you can see it already. You can see it already with, with the additions of adding Alex Tuck. Right? I liked his demeanor. I, I mean, I don't know about a, there are nights where I think his team has come out flat. I don't know if that's on him or if that's just the gap in time. I mean, he can't he, play. I, I give him a B he plus, can't play, but I mean, no, but he can motivate. And, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I mean, again, I'm giving him a B plus. I mean, it's not like I'm giving him a C and oh, the, I, I can't I'll, believe he didn't give him an A. And I'll, 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 I'll say this. I said it to you last week, Riv. And I, I believe this. He only has to get his message through to about seven or eight of these guys. 
because those they're that's all he has that are going to be here in the next year in the next year after that. So, you know, he still has a full influx of players that are going to come in that he still has to coach, you know, but he has to get these guys here now that are going to be the core going forward, you know, playing the right way. I think he's done that. Gio, did you give a grade yet? Yeah, I said, I, I mean, I, I didn't give the exact grade, but I said, I, I liked everything they did. So in a, you know what I mean? I think they're doing an exceptional job. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's an A for me. I don't think I gave the exact, I just said that they're doing awesome. All right. Well, on that note, gentlemen, this has been a long one. Gio, how, how did you miss your yoga class? Yeah. You, you really ruined my week. Tight hips all week now. Well, my watch is telling me I got to move. <laughs> Literally is buzzed three times. Like, uh, uh, you might want to move fat boy. All right, gentlemen. Thanks for the time, Gio. We'll talk to you guys. This was great guys. Yep. That's a wrap on another episode of after the whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter after the whistle and at Craig Reve 52 at the instigator 76. And you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.